Hey, what's up? This is episode 086, Friday 15. Let's talk about customer interviews. How can we do them? Great. Let's do it. Welcome to the Design Your Thinking podcast, a show where we think, learn, and explore the product mindset so you can design better products every day. And now your host, Karthik. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. This is another Friday 15 episode and I'm your host, Karthik. Today we're talking about a topic that's very important for us product makers, which is customers and specifically customer interviews. We end up talking to our customers and our users so often. We do it in multiple different formats like surveys, um, phone chats. We do uh, live interviews and a lot more different things. But what I've seen time and again with uh, a lot of us product makers is we end up uh, doing spending a lot of time doing this, but the outcome sometimes varies. So today we're going to spend the next 10 odd minutes talking about how you can make your next customer interview brilliant. I'll start off this uh, conversation by talking about three different characteristics of successful customer interviews and then we'll jump on to 10 tips that will help you rock your next interview. But before we went ahead with the episode I'd like to introduce you to the Tiny Book of Triggers, a project, you know, that I've been working on in the recent times. As product managers and designers, we are passionate about our work and always are looking to explore new areas to learn and grow our knowledge, skills and career. We sometimes pick a book, listen to a podcast or take up a course uh, in the quest of gaining knowledge. The Tiny Book of Triggers is a tool for product managers and designers to explore new learning opportunities. It's a book that covers 12 topics and has about 120 triggers. These triggers are essentially, you know, actions that help you get started with learning something new. The Tiny Book of Triggers gets updated regularly with more triggers compiled from successful practitioners and experts who've been on this show. The goal is to constantly bombard you or give you a supply of more triggers, ideas to help you stay on top of your learning and career goals. To get yourself a copy of the Tiny Book of Triggers, just head over to tinybookoftriggers.com. That's T I N Y B O O K O F T R I G G E R S.com. All right, let's jump right back to our topic here today which is customer interviews. Like I said, you know, let's start with the three characteristics. Three, you know, major characteristics of good customer interviews that I have seen is the best interviews are those which just don't feel like one. Yes. I mean, it just looks like two friends talking. Well, not really, but then you get what I'm saying. It looks like a conversation. The interviewer and the interviewer uh, in- interviewee are engaged. in this healthy conversation that uh, you just do not realize that they are one is being interviewed by the, by the other the second characteristic of a good uh, customer interview is where it doesn't look and feel like a Q&A session there is no back and forth really i mean there is a conversation happening for sure but then it doesn't sound like you know question and answer or question and answer it is not an exam it doesn't sound like one The third uh, characteristic I've seen with great customer interviews is where the interviewee ends up with great insights. Now, 
always as people who are making products we end up going to these interviews to gain insights but we seldom realize that uh, these interviews are great tools for even our interviewees to gain a lot of insights about what they have been doing and i mean about their habits about the their usage of the product and and a lot more different things all right these are the three different characteristics that i've seen with successful customer interviews let's talk about the the real tips the 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 core of our show today i'd like to give you 10 tips in helping you really run awesome customer interviews let's start with the first one the first tip i'd i'd like you to consider is not to make the customer interview feel like a qna session that's the third point i uh, second point i made but i think that's very very important in other words don't go with a script you know a, a good way to do this is kind of have your goal clearly defined what do you want to achieve out of this interview which areas would you like to focus on more have a rough skeleton of the flow so that you don't go completely off track it's great to go um i mean it's it's great to have a flow script but not a question script the second tip i'd like to give you is to take time to establish rapport with your um interviewee Well, this is one thing I've seen a lot lot of us make mistakes with. We go we schedule an hour with or, or an hour or two with our customer and then we go and boom 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 start off with these questions. But don't really do that. There I mean this is the biggest difference I've seen between, you know, surveys and interviews. A a lot more gets revealed in an interview than what gets revealed in a survey because people love to talk to people. This people to people connection works great it's magical so take time to first establish this, that connection so tr- take time to establish the connection the rapport to try to make your interviewee feel so good feel so comfortable the third tip i'd like to give you is the the most common advice i've i've gotten personally um when it comes to asking questions is about not asking open ended questions well i've seen some use the uh, the technique of asking the five why's you know asking why five different times uh technique well asking why is great but you know people tend to make up memories uh in psychiatry it's called confabulation well people tend to distort and misinterpret memories sometimes and it's uh it's not really lying so don't confuse it to lying people don't want to lie but sometimes it's human to make up these memories we we confabulate our memories and uh, people just seem to think that that's why they did something i mean it it's it's happened to me so many different times you know when people ask me about what i did last summer or what i did uh last winter you know i try to i try my best to recollect but sometimes i have to make up well i don't really make up consciously but that's what happens So instead of asking why here are some you know, some really good tips for you take you know try to learn the challenges motivations and perceptions instead for instance uh, instead of asking how do you end up using my product last week you know take them back to uh, in time to the possible solutions when they could have used your product and then ask him ask them to describe what they did don't talk about a product ask them to describe what they did 
try to understand what led them to using your product, you know, all the experiences that they went through. Like, where did you last go out for uh, shopping groceries? And if they kind of respond with the time, you know, yeah, I went out last week or last Monday, then you can follow up by asking them to describe what happened. That's a great way of gaining a lot of uh, useful insights instead of asking why, because we tend to make up. Well, that's, that's the third tip. Fourth one, don't really ask people how they felt using your product. Instead, use the earlier technique that we uh, talked about to take them to a situation and get them to describe the experience to understand. You can ask clarifying questions though, like, was it confusing or shocking? Did you like it or did you um, just feel it to be a better option? All such uh, clarifying questions are good, but then don't try to get your customers to describe their feelings because it's very tough to describe feelings, even to our own self. So that's number four. Fifth tip, sometimes mirroring your interviewee works super awesome. Mirroring their emotions and energy levels are great ways to break the barriers between the two of you, you and your interviewee. So try to use that. Don't overdo it, but then try to use it. That's That works great. And sixth tip is to stop asking questions and instead use another person to take notes. I talked about it multiple times in different forums, but then I think this is something I've seen a lot of people make the same mistake again and again. Stop taking notes because you want to be in the conversation. You want to be listening and you don't want to be looking at your notebook uh, worrying about your uh, pen or whatever it is. So if you need uh, need one, uh, take another person with you or use a recording device if that's permissible. Number seven, use active listening techniques and, and, and reflective listening as needed. Well, uh, to know more about what active listening is, you can go back to uh, some of our episodes and listen to uh, our guests talk about active listening. But then Reflective listening is another technique that I've seen a lot of us use. I've used multiple times, but sometimes we tend to overdo it. I mean, just to just in case you don't know what reflective listening is, it's about being able to uh, reflect upon what your interviewee just said and saying, so did you mean to say that? And then you repeat what your, you parrot what your uh, interviewee said. Now, that's a great technique, but sometimes I've seen people overdo it. So, please um, make sure you don't overdo with your reflective listening um, as it sometimes can turn off people. Number eight, let the interviewee's energy and emotions drive the, the interview. You just control the flow and direction. Avoid doing it the other way around. You want to be in control of where you want to take the water, but you don't want to control how the water should flow. You get that's a very bad analogy, but then I hope you get, you're you're getting the point. Number nine, dig deeper always when possible. Sometimes it can lead to silence. <laughs> I have seen a lot of people do this mistake, you know, trying to um, break into silence. Don't do it, because sometimes silence brings in amazing insights. You can watch your interviewee emote. You can actually your interviewee sometimes is thinking 
what to say because they are going back in memory sometimes they're they're thinking about uh, how they can uh, articulate their thoughts so it's a great thing to have silence so don't try to break it the last tip i'd like to give you today is focus on quality and not quantity like if you had an hour to interview someone focus on doing everything just about everything to create a perfect rapport with your interviewee even if it had to take 45 minutes of that one hour 15 minutes of quality time is better than 60 minutes of not so great time you know what i'm saying thank you so much i think i hope you really uh, enjoyed listening to this episode and i really 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 hope you go put this to action this is so so important because you get a chance an opportunity to be in front of your customers and your users uh, every once in a while and you just don't want to let it slip away go try to listen to this episode another time take some notes and uh, and yeah do try download the tiny book of triggers because this is a a, a book that i put together just for you and and it's come out of uh, out of a lot of customer interviews that i did with people like you and people are just loving it go download the book uh, go uh, i mean if you if you want to share it with your friends go and share it with your friends that's fine uh, i just want you to benefit from the the tiny book and please download that and more importantly take action uh go try these tips 10 different tips and let me know what you what happened what we experiences you can send me send me an email or drop a comment to this episode which will works fine thank you so much for listening in you can find the show notes at designyourthinking.com/episode086 that's the show and you can uh, subscribe to the podcast by heading over to designerthinking.com/itunes if you're using apple device which i use or you can head over to designerthinking.com/stitcher if you're using an android device that's the app you want to download stitcher all right and uh, yeah if you if you like to uh, get more of this uh, insights do subscribe to my newsletter i'll be happy to share some of my um, learnings and uh, some of what i've seen people do and yeah you can do that by heading over to designyourthinking.com that's the home page just scroll to the bottom of the page you'll find a place you'll you'll find a button right there click it and you'll be asked to enter your first name and email address do that and i'll see you in your inbox every once in a while Thank you so much for listening in. Till I see you in the next episode. Stay tuned, stay inspired. Keep crushing. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Design Your Thinking podcast. Subscribe to our newsletter at www.designyourthinking.com.